we could really shift really quickly and just say, wait, why am I thinking that I'm going to wake up today and it's going to be a bad day? What, what's making me think that? And why does my thought mean that it's true? It takes just as much work to be unhappy as it does to be happy. You're just used to the unhappy. You can make a difference. And when you realize that you have a purpose and there's something more than just you, you start to feel better all around and experience joy and happiness and love of life. This is a beautiful place that we're visiting right now. It's amazing. Let's get the most out of it and the best from it, not sleepwalk through it. I'm not saying it's going to be a world peace all the time and we're not going to have any issues because it's unrealistic in my opinion, but I think we can get to a much better place that we're in than we're in right now. And when you start noticing and witnessing and observing, becoming an observer of your thoughts and yourself, that's when you can start to make changes. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. Uh, my virtual world tour continues, and today I'm traveling to the New York area, and I'm super excited because we are going to talk mindset with a mindset coach. Her name is Pam Christian, and I mean, she has walked through fire and become stronger because of it. She is a mindset coach and you know I just love her perspective on how we can change on how we can change our mindset and as a result change our reality it's so crazy it most of it it's in the mind and today we're going to dig deeper into the mindset of champions so uh, buckle up and get ready welcome Pam Christian hi thanks for having me super excited to be here with you and uh, can we just talk like a uh, Let's get right into it before we talk about you, which I'm also very interested in. Uh, but mindset, what is really like to have a positive mindset or have like a champion's mindset? What does that entail? I mean, the first thing it entails is being aware. If you don't know what your mindset is and you're sort of just walking around kind of coasting and going through the day without noticing your thoughts, yeah. you don't you don't have control over how you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're putting in your body. You're just kind of going with the flow and you're doing it on autopilot. But if you have self-awareness, if you're living consciously and not sleepwalking or in a trance-like state, you become more aware and in control of your perspective, how you see things, how you feel about things. We walk around and we don't challenge anything that goes in up here. We just take it as face value. So if I wake up and I'm feeling kind of crummy about myself or my day or my job, I just let that happen. Or most people just let that happen. I don't. Um, we could really shift really quickly and just say, wait, why am I thinking that I'm going to wake up today and it's going to be a bad day? What, what's making me think that? And why does my thought mean that it's true? I can shift that in a minute if I want. And then we talk about how you shift it. And how do we, how do we get that awareness? So first you have to want it. You have to want your life to change because we all talk about these things that we want from life. We, whether it's financial abundance, materialistic stuff, inward stuff, like being more in alignment, which is the key to me, but I don't want to judge people who want things that are external. Also, it's all great, but nothing can change. Nothing can happen if you don't want it to happen. So we can say that we want it to happen, but we have to take actions to make it happen. And it's not going to happen in a week 
or a day or a month or a year. It takes time. And it's not like there's this destination that we're going to. It's like a process and we have to enjoy the journey. So you may not notice the changes in a month, but that doesn't mean they're not happening. So it's like by breaking it down into bite-sized pieces, taking it one step at a time rather than this overwhelming amount of changes that you have to make and building on each change that you make over time. So settling in with one change, doing that for a while, and then adding to it when you feel comfortable and it's not too much and not putting too much pressure on yourself. But again, I'm just going to go back to the first thing is wanting to change it, wanting to do the work. You, we all, Well, so many of us sit around or walk around kind of unhappy and we're comfortable with that because it's safe. We know it. We know what to expect with that. It takes just as much work to be unhappy as it does to be happy. You're just used to the unhappy. Yeah, I love that. And what happened in your life for you to realize that you you have to better your your mind? So, I mean, there I faced more adversity than I'd like to have faced, but I think I faced that so I could be a voice to the other people to help them through their challenges and obstacles. And I won't go into everything right now because I have a book coming out and it's kind of going to go into that. But basically from a young age, I experienced adversity and um, I was living very low level, very unhappy, self-sabotaging behaviors, hurting other people, and I just got sick of it. So as a teenager, late teens, I decided I didn't want that anymore. And so I made some small modifications. Like I know I started to be aware of, ooh, this doesn't feel good when I do this to myself or when I self-sabotage this way or I undermine myself. And it was just something simple like that, noticing it didn't feel good. And then starting start to exploring why didn't it feel good. So it's really going inwards and looking at the things that work for you and the things that don't work. I noticed that you know when I took walks, I felt better. So I started to take more walks and little things like that, little shifts, they're tiny. They don't have to be this big thing. And then I had other challenges as life went on up until just a few years ago when I lost both of my parents. And each time I'd go through different set of challenges, I will ha- would have leveled up to another level um, in my life, but I'd still have to build on that if I wanted to keep um, having the resilience, the positive mindset, feeling good about life. And also the other thing is just noticing we're so egocentric. We're so about ourselves. And when we start to come from gratitude and contribution and noticing there's a world out there that's bigger than who we are as individuals, you start to feel like you you can have an impact. You can make a difference. And when you realize that you have a purpose and there's something more than just you, you start to feel better all around and experience joy and happiness and love of life. Yeah. I mean, the thing when when we talk about love of life like how how do, but how do we get there if you're a position at all and maybe listening to this and like oh mindset sounds good i mean i want to love my life but it kind of sucks right now like where do you like where do you start maybe you want to change but you don't even know where to like get started how about again it's going to go back to awareness so we go to bed and we have we listen to this podcast we're like, I'm super motivated. Her energy is awesome. She's really great. And now I want some of that. And we're all into that. And we're like, we're leaving the room if we're together or we're, I'm speaking somewhere or we're on this and you, you're, you're done and you're like, I got it and I'm going to carry it with me. Yeah. And then it's nighttime, you go to bed and you're still pumped and you're still got that energy, but you wake up and you forget. 
you forget about all of this and you go back to your normal life. So what's the first thing that you can do not to forget? Well, you can put a calendar reminder in your phone saying, today is going to be different. I'm going to focus on whatever the thing is that's important to you. Maybe smiling more, maybe starting to look for another job, maybe having better relationships and telling someone in your life you love them, maybe affirmations to yourself. So you put a reminder for that in your phone. You have a like little sticky pad and you have before you go to bed at night, the night before, you put little sticky notes all over your house. So it's front of mind because what we focus on expands. And right now we are in the habit of focusing on what we don't like about our lives and what the lack is. And we need to start shifting our mind to what we do like. But it's hard to do that because we're not in those habits. So what are some things that can create those habits? The sticky pads, the reminders. You can um, take a dry erase pen and write on your mirror when you... um, So when you get up in the morning and brush your teeth, it's there. I am going to be focusing on three great things about the day all day long. Then at your, oops, on your desk at work, um, I got excited for a second and I knocked my microphone (laughs) out. (laughs) Um, And then on your desk at work, it's the same thing. You have notes all over the place. So all you see, oh, and then on your social media feed, stop following friends that make you feel inferior or jealous or people in bathing suits and start following. And not that you have to stop following all of it, but start following things that you're passionate about, that you love, that make you feel good, that lift your vibration up. And so when that starts to be what you're surrounding yourself with, it starts to just naturally become who you are. It takes time, but it starts to happen. But you have to be purposeful and intentional about it. Yeah. And Pam, you're a mom and you're, you have, like, how do you teach your kids positive mindset? And is that harder or easier than your client? I mean, first of all, I model it. So, I mean, every single day, it doesn't, trust me, if you, when you read my book, you'll know I have trauma, I have adversity, I have challenges, all those things, but I don't want to let that rule my life. So I, I, live a certain type of life because I'm very focused, very specific, and very driven towards that. And so my kids see it every day. And also the dry erase marker that I'm talking about, when they were younger, you know, I have twins who are 18 and 116 now, so they're older. But when they were younger, that would be on their mirror every single morning. I am beautiful. I am confident. I love life. And they'd wake up and they'd go brush their teeth and they'd be reading, I am this, I am that, I am that. Um, when I would, um, when they would get in trouble, instead of punishing them in a punitive way, I'd give them books like Dale Carnegie and Zig Ziglar and John Maxwell. And they'd have to read those books and give me a little summary on them because I'd want to infiltrate their brain with positive things. I cook them healthy foods. That doesn't mean that they don't go to Chick-fil-A all the time because they do, but I also nourish them with lots of love, food, um, And then we talk about things. We talk about their different ways to approach things from a mindset perspective, but it's also really important to let them have their feelings. And if they're having a crummy day, it's okay. Let them have that, but just don't let that be seven days a week. We all feel bad sometimes. It's not like you don't let yourself feel that way. You just can't unpack and live there. You have an amazing energy, Pam. And you know, how do you use your energy the best? Because it seems like energy in a way is infinite, but we are also, we don't have, we only have a certain amount of t- hours in a day and we do get tired as human beings. If we're uh, around uh, negative energy, if we do too much, like how do you work on putting your energy into the positive things that can actually change humanity and your life? 
I mean, I create a life by design at this point for myself. So I, I know that people drain me all the time. So I work for myself. I work from home. I make sure that I, in between work, I step outside, I get some fresh air, I take walks. I'm constantly replenishing my own self-care. So my gas tank isn't just on full, it's on overload so that when I'm around someone who might drain me, I'm not on empty already and then going to even lower than empty, which is not not, not possible, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so like most people are walking around and if your gas tank, it's full here and it's empty here, most people are here. And then something happens and it knocks them to here. And then one more thing happens and it knocks them to here. I'm always here. And if something happens and it knocks me to here, I know what to do to get myself back up here, but I'm never lower than here because I'm always filling myself up and it's not selfish. First of all, it's the best thing I can do for my children. And it's the best way I can model for my children. It's the best thing I can do for myself. And it's the best thing I can do for anyone out in the world that I'm trying to help. If I don't take care of myself, I can't be of any good to anyone else. I think that's a great lesson. And also being like, you have to almost be hard on that. Like you can't have like, I used to have a lot of people in my life just because we were longtime friends. But reality check, you you have to be around people that loves you, that wants you to succeed, that is lifting you up. I mean... It's called boundaries for a reason. Yeah, but it's hard. It's only hard, I think, at the beginning. But once you see the results of the hard... Um, conversations that you have to have. And I've had conversations where it's like, because again, I'm antisocial. So a lot of people think, oh, I might not like them or why doesn't she want to come out? And I'm always like, look, this is me. Take it or leave it. I totally get it. If it doesn't work for you, if you're offended by the fact that I don't want to go out, it doesn't mean I don't like you. I'll go for a walk with you any day. We can talk on the phone, but this is me. And I give them the choice and I'm not offended if they choose not either, because it just means it's nothing wrong with me and it's nothing wrong with them. It's just not a good match, but I'm not going to compromise myself to make someone else happy. Yeah. Love that. And final question for the day. This is the million dollar question. Uh, We're all about uh, sharing stories and tools. But at the end of the day, I want people to change or make the changes that they want to do, like live their best life. That, That will make me happy. That this moment, this hour that we spent together actually mattered in someone's life. Uh, so for the people that have been listening now and are still here, thank you guys. We appreciate you. Uh, what should they do right now to get started with their dreams? Like, What's the first step? Before I answer that, you said you wanted to matter and you want people to watch this and it to matter. And you impacted me today. So it already mattered. Thank Just you, so Pam. you know. So thank mission you. accomplished for you. Thank you. Um, What's the first thing that they should do? I think I started with it. It's start noticing your thoughts, being aware, noticing what's going on, noticing how your body feels in moments, both good and bad. When you start to know what's going on, your thoughts, how you're feeling, then you can start to know what's working for you and what you like and what you don't like. But when we're walking around and not noticing, not observing, it's almost like if you had a friend and you would be saying to them, oh, you don't look happy. You you look like you're miserable. What could we do to make you feel better? Say that to yourself. Oh, wait, you're in a really good place now. What does happiness feel like for you? How is it? How are you embodying it? What is happening that's making you feel that way? And when you're in a negative headspace, 
Ooh, what's going on? Are you around people that are making you feel bad? Are you around people that are toxic? Is it something that your own negative self-talk is making you feel this way? And what does it feel like in your body? Is you, do you have a headache? Is your, you know, feel like butterflies in your stomach? Is there anxiety? And when you start noticing and witnessing and observing, becoming an observer of your thoughts and yourself, that's when you can start to make changes. Yeah. Pam, Christian, thank you so much for your time. If people want to connect with you and I mean, uh, you, you have a book coming out, talk about that. And like, uh, I want to read that because you were, you were tricky today. I was trying a couple of times, but you are sticking to your schedule, which I love. I am, but I'll come back if you want. Yeah, um, let's do it. The book is going to come out in the fall and it's basically the adversity I went through. And at the end of each chapter are tips to get over challenges. So every chapter will have a challenge and how to overcome that challenges, challenge and tips and takeaways of what you can do. And they're easy. It's a base. It's not a literary genius book. It's just basic. Um, and then if you want to reach out at Pam Christian with two N's at the end of Christian, like the religion, but an extra N is my Instagram account. Um, w, oh, not W, the Pam Christian group.com. I just dated myself and, um, Pam at the Pam Christian group.com. So those are three ways, email, Instagram, and my website. Awesome, Pam. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing. And I'm grateful that we met virtually. Uh, I hope we can meet in person and I can give you a hug. In the meantime, here's a virtual hug. <laughs> you too, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a great show. Awesome. And thank you everybody for listening and watching the I Love Success podcast. As you know, my mission is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. But right now, you are the most important person to me. And if you've listened so far, take these advices and tools and maybe use one thing to better yourself and better your life. That would make me super happy. And as you know, my, my goal makes me wake up pretty early and uh, I really have to fight to accomplish this. And I, I could use your help. So if you enjoy this conversation, please share it with somebody that needs to hear this message. Give us a review on iTunes. We always love the five stars and a little comment. That makes my heart sing and it makes me keep going, you know, putting all on all this show, making the research. It is a lot of work. I love doing it, but I also love getting some feedback from you guys. And if you are struggling with something now, if you have a goal or a dream and you, you want to share that with me, reach out to me on Instagram at Peter Jumrukovsky. If you can't spell it, Google it, start Googling it, you'll, it will come up. Or just email us at info at ILSuccess. That's it for today. Thank you so much, guys, and talk to you soon.